39. Do so much mischief to man. As far as regards us here, what we have seen and gone through is such that I could not imagine that things could ever rise to such an amount of mischief, as we experienced in the space of ten hours. In the first place we were assailed and attacked by the violence and fury of the winds, to this was added the falling of great mountains of snow which filled up all this valley, thus destroying a great part of our city. Footnote 11, Della Nostra Leonardo first wrote De Questa City. From this we may infer that he had at some time lived in the place in question wherever it might be, and not content with this the tempest sent a sudden flood of water to submerge all the low part of this city, added to which there came a sudden rain, or rather a ruinous torrent and flood of water, sand, mud, and stones, entangled with roots, and stems and fragments of various trees, and every kind of thing flying through the air fell upon us, finally a great fire broke out, not brought by the wind but carried as it would seem, by ten thousand devils, which completely burned up all this neighborhood and it has not yet ceased, and those few who remain and hurt are in such dejection and such terror that they hardly have courage to speak to each other, as if they were stunned, having abandoned all our business, we stay here together in the ruins of some churches, men and women mingled together, small and great footnote 17, 30 ruined DTs, either of Armenian churches or of mosques, which it was not unusual to speak of as churches, Muscae Femini in Simunite, implies an infringement of the usually strict rule of the separation of the sexes, just like herds of goats, the neighbors out of pity separated us with nettles, and they had previously been our enemies, and if footnote 18, Ivacini, Nostrine in my side, the town must then have stood quite close to the frontier of the country, compare 1436, L7, Vicini ai Nostri Confini, Dr. N. Jordan has already published lines for 13 C. Das Malerbuch, Leipzig, 1873, page 90, his reading differs from mine under the title of, Description of a Landscape Near Lake Como. We do in fact find, among other loose sheets in the Codex Atlanticus, certain texts referring to valleys of the Alps CNOS, 1030, 1031 and note page 237 and in the arrangement of the loose sheets of which the Codex Atlanticus has been formed, these happen to be placed close to this text, the compiler stuck both on the same folio sheet, and if this is not the reason for Drive Jordan's choosing such a title description and see, I cannot imagine what it can have been, it island at any rate, a merely hypothetical statement, the designation of the population of the country round a city as, the enemy, Nemesis is hardly appropriate to Italy in the time of Leonardo, it had not been for certain people who succored us with nettles, all would have died of hunger. Now you see the state we are in, and all these evils are as nothing compared with those which are promised to us shortly. I know that as a friend you will grieve for my misfortunes, as I in former letters have shown my joy at your prosperity. Notes about events observed abroad 1338-1339-1338, Book 43, of the movement of air enclosed in water. I have seen motions of the air so furious that they have carried, mixed up in their course, the largest trees of the forest and whole roofs of great palaces, and I have seen the same fury bore a hole with a whirling movement digging out a gravel pit, and carrying gravel, sand and water more than half a mile through the air. Footnote, the first 16 lines of this passage which treat of the subject as indicated on the title line have no place in this connection and have been omitted. Footnote 2, Coveduto Movimenti and C. Nothing of the kind happened in Italy during Leonardo's lifetime. 
and it is therefore extremely probable that this refers to the natural phenomena which are so fully described in the foregoing passage, compared to, number 1021, there can be no doubt that the descriptions of the deluge in the Libro de Pedra volume I number 607-611, and that of the fall of a mountain number 610, L1730 were written from the vivid impressions derived from personal experience, compare also place XXXIVXL. 1339. Footnote, it may be inferred from the character of the writing, which is in the style of the note in facsimile volume I page 297, that this passage was written between 1470 and 1480, as the figure 6 at the end of the text indicates. It was continued on another page, but I have searched in vain for it. The reverse of this leaf is colored red for drawing in silver point, but has not been used for that purpose but for writing on and at about the same date, the passages are given as NOS, 1217, 1218, 1219, 1162-1194-C-note-page-218-The-text-given-above-is-obviously-not-a-fragment-of-the-letter-but-a-record-of-some-personal-experience-number-1379-also-seems-to-refer-to-Leonardo's-journeys-in-southern-Italy-like-a-
desire to see whether there were any marvelous thing within it. Drafts of lepers to Lodovico il Moro 1340 1345, 1340. Footnote, the numerous corrections. The alterations in the figures L18 and the absence of any signature prove that this is merely the rough draft of a leper to Lodovico il Moro. It is one of the very few manuscripts which are written from left to right see the facsimile of the beginning as here reproduced. This is probably the final sketch of a document the clean of which copy was written in the usual manner. Leonardo no doubt very rarely wrote so. And this is probably the reason of the conspicuous dissimilarity in the handwriting. When he did. Compare place XXXVII. It is noteworthy to that here the orthography and abbreviations are also exceptional. But such superficial peculiarities are not enough to stamp the document as altogether spurious. It is neither a forgery nor the production of any artist but Leonardo himself. As to this point the contents leave us no doubt as to its authenticity. Particularly L32C number 719. Where this passage is repeated. But whether the fragment. As we here see it. Was written from Leonardo's dictation a theory favored by the orthography the erasures and corrections or whether it may be a copy made for or by Melzi or Mizanti is comparatively unimportant. There are in the Codex Atlanticus a few other documents not written by Leonardo himself, but the notes in his own hand found on the reverse pages of these leaves amply prove that they were certainly in Leonardo's possession. This mark of ownership is wanting to the text in question, but the compilers of the Codex Atlanticus, at any rate, accepted it as a genuine document. With regard to the probable date of this projected leper see volume II, page 3, Most illustrious Lord, having now sufficiently considered the specimens of all those who proclaim themselves skilled contrivers of instruments of war, and that the invention and operation of the said instruments are nothing different to those in common use, I shall endeavor, without prejudice to anyone else, to explain myself to your excellency showing your lordship my secrets and then offering them to your best pleasure and approbation to work with effect at opportune moments as well as all those things which, in part, shall be briefly noted below. One I have a sort of extremely light and strong bridges, adapted to be most easily carried, and with them you may pursue, and at any time flee from the enemy, and others, secure and indestructible by fire and battle, easy and convenient to lift and place, also methods of burning and destroying those of the enemy. Do I know how, when a place is besieged, to take the water out of the trenches, and make endless variety of bridges, and covered ways and ladders, and other machines pertaining to such expeditions. 3. Item. If, by reason of the height of the banks, or the strength of the place and its position, it is impossible, when besieging a place, to avail oneself of the plan of bombardment, I have methods for destroying every rock or other fortress, even if it were founded on a rock and see. For again I have kinds of mortars, most convenient and easy to carry, and with these can fling small stones almost resembling a storm, and with the smoke of these causing great terror to the enemy, to his great detriment and confusion. 9 And when the fight should be at sea I have kinds of many machines most efficient for offense and defense, and vessels which will resist the attack of the largest guns and powder and fumes. 5 Item. I have means by secret and tortuous mines and ways made without noise to reach a designated spot, even if it were needed to pass under a trench or a river. 6. Item. I will make covered chariots, safe and inattackable which, entering among the enemy with their artillery, there is no body of men so great but they would break them, and behind these, 
infantry could follow quite unheard and without any hindrance. 7 item. In case of need I will make big guns, mortars and light ordnance of fine and useful forms, out of the common type. 8 where the operation of bombardment should fail, I would contrive catapults, mangonels, trabokai and other machines of marvelous efficacy and not in common use. And in short, according to the variety of cases, I can contrive various and endless means of offense and defense. 10 in time of peace I believe I can give perfect satisfaction and to the equal of any other in architecture and the composition of buildings public and private, and in guiding water from one place to another. Item, I can carry out sculpture in marble, bronze or clay, and also in painting whatever may be done, and as well as any other, be he who he may. Again, the bronze horse may be taken in hand which is to be to the immortal glory and eternal honor of the prince your father of happy memory, and of the illustrious house of Sforza. And if any one of the above-named things seem to any one to be impossible or not feasible, I am most ready to make the experiment in your park, or in whatever place may please your excellency to whom I commend myself with the utmost humility and see. 1341. To my illustrious lord, Lodovico, Duke of Bari. Leonardo da Vinci of Florence Leonardo, footnote, evidently a note of the superscription of a letter to the Duke, and written, like the foregoing from left to right, the manuscript containing it is of the year 1493, Lodovico was not proclaimed and styled Duke of Milan till September 1494, the Duke de Mudbari belonged to the Sforza family till 1499, 1342, you would like to see a model which will prove useful to you and to me. Also it will be of use to those who will be the cause of our usefulness. Footnote, 1342, 1343. These two notes occur in the same not very voluminous niz as the former one and it is possible that they are fragments of the same letter. By the modello, the equestrian statue is probably meant, particularly as the model of this statue was publicly exhibited in this very year, 1493, on the occasion of the marriage of the Emperor Maximilian with Bianca Maria Sforza. 1343. There are here, my lord, many gentlemen who will undertake this expense among them, if they are allowed to enjoy the use of admission to the waters, the mills, and the passage of vessels and when it is sold to them the price will be repaid to them by the canal of Martisana. 1344. I am greatly vexed to be in necessity, but I still more regret that this should be the cause of the hindrance of my wish which is always disposed to obey your excellency. Perhaps your excellency did not give further orders to Messer Galtieri, believing that I had money enough. I am greatly annoyed that you should have found me in necessity, and that my having to earn my living should have hindered me. It vexes me greatly that having to earn my living has forced me to interrupt the work and to attend to small matters, instead of following up the work which your lordship entrusted to me. But I hope in a short time to have earned so much that I may carry it out quietly to the satisfaction of your excellency, to whom I commend myself, and if your lordship thought that I had money, your lordship was deceived, I had to feed six men for fifty-six months, and have had fifty ducats, 1345, and if any other commissaron is given me by any, of the reward of my service, because I am not able to be, things assigned because meanwhile they have, to them which they well may settle rather than I not my art which I wish to change and, given some clothing if I dare some, my lord, I knowing your excellency's mind to be occupied, 
to remind your lordship of my small matters and the arts put to silence that my silence might be the cause of making your lordship scorn, my life in your service, I hold myself ever in readiness to obey, of the horse I will say nothing because I know the times are bad to your lordship how I had still to receive two years salary of the, with the two skilled workmen who are constantly in my pay and at my cost that at last I found myself advanced the said sum about fifteen lire works of fame by which I could show to those who shall see it that I have been everywhere, but I do not know where I could bestow my work more, I having been working to gain my living, I not having been informed what it is, I find myself, footnote 19, in April, 1498, Leonardo was engaged in painting the Sala de Niagara of the Castello at Milan, C.G. in Milano, 1872, page 417, Remember the commission to paint the rooms. I convey to your lordship only requesting you. Draft of letter to be sent to Piacenza 1346. 1347. Footnote, 1346. 1347. Piacenza belonged to Milan. The lord spoken of in this letter. Is no doubt Lodovico I L Moro. One may infer from the concluding sentence number 1346. L33. 34 and number 1347. That Leonardo, who no doubt compiled this letter, did not forward it to Piacenza himself, but gave it to some influential patron, under whose name and signature a copy of it was sent to the commission. 1346. Magnificent commissioners of buildings I understanding that your magnificencies have made up your minds to make certain great works in bronze, will remind you of certain things, first that you should not be so hasty or so quick to give the commission lest by this haste it should become impossible to select a good model and a good master, and some man of small merit may be chosen, who by his insufficiency may cause you to be abused by your descendants. Judging that this age was but ill supplied with men of good counsel and with good masters, seeing that other cities, and chiefly the city of the Florentines, has been as it were in these very days, endowed with beautiful and grand works in bronze, among which are the doors of their baptistry, and this town of Florence, like Piacenza, is a place of intercourse, through which many foreigners pass, who, seeing that the works are fine and of good quality, carry away a good impression, and will say that that city is well filled with word or the inhabitants, seeing the works which bear witness to their opinion, and on the other hand, I say seeing so much metal expended and so badly wrought, it were less shame to the city if the doors had been of plain wood, because, the material, costing so little, would not seem to merit any great outlay of skill. Now the principal parts which are sought for in cities are their cathedrals, and of these the first things which strike the eye are the doors, by which one passes into these churches. Beware, gentlemen of the commission, lest too great speed in your determination, and so much haste to expedite the entrusting of so great a work as that which I hear you have ordered, be the cause that that which was intended for the honor of God and of men should be termed to great dishonor of your judgments and of your city, which, being a place of mark, is the resort and gathering place of innumerable foreigners, and this dishonor would result if by your lack of diligence you were to put your trust in some vaunter, who by his tricks or by favor shown to him here should obtain such work from you, by which lasting and very great shame would result to him and to you, thus I cannot help being angry when I consider what men those are who have conferred with you as wishing to undertake this great work without thinking of their sufficiency for it. Not to say more, this one is a potter, that one a maker of cuirasses, this one is a bell founder, another a bell ringer, 
and one is even a bombardier, and among them one in his lordship's service, who boasted that he was the gossip of Messer Ambrosio Ferrier footnote 26, Messer Ambrosio Ferrier was farmer of the customs under the Duke. Piacenza at that time belonged to Milan, who has some power and who has made him some promises, and if this were not enough he would mount on horseback, and go to his lord and obtain such letters that you could never refuse to give him the work. But consider where masters of real talent and fit for such work are brought when they have to compete with such men as these. Open your eyes and look carefully lest your money should be spent in buying your own disgrace. I can declare to you that from that place you will procure none but average works of inferior and coarse masters. There is no capable man, and you may believe me, except Leonardo the Florentine, who is making the equestrian statue in bronze of the Duke Francesco and who has no need to bring himself into notice, because he has worked for all his lifetime, and I doubt, whether being so great a work, he will ever finish it. The Miserable Painstickers with what hope may they expect a reward of their merit? 1347. There is one whom his lordship invited from Florence to do this work and who is a worthy master, but with so very much business he will never finish it, and you may imagine that a difference there is to be seen between a beautiful object and an ugly one. Quote Pliny. Letter to the Cardinal Ippolito di Este. 1348. Footnote, this letter addressed to the Cardinal Italito Destiny is here given from Marchese GCA and PORI's publication, Nuovi Documenti per la Vita di Leonardo di Avinci, et e Memori del di Putazione di Storia Patria per la Provincia Magnesi e Parmenesi, Volume III. It is the only text throughout this work which I have not myself examined and copied from the original. The learned discoverer of this letter the only letter from Leonardo hitherto known as having been sent adds these interesting remarks, Code sto cardinali nato ad ericoli in 1470, arcevescovo di strigonia set any, poi de gra, edeva consquito nel 1497 lo pende ed di Milano, lo dub avricona situ il vinci, spinile poco e morcia professore aliardi lash i credierce li protest di servitu di leonardo piuce e gratitudine per favori rice beauty e per peril we allogate. Exonman no esperanza per in favor che si aspet. Notabili ancra in questo prezioso documento lori petuta signatura del grand artista che si scribe vincio evincis. Non di evinci come citian communamente. Spinlina ultra posito valeria significare cosi il cassato cum il peace, restando a sapir southeast il nome del peace divinci fossa santo a cognome della famiglia di Leonardo nel qual supposto piu propriamento avrebricium arsi Leonardo vinci. O vincio latinamente vincis cum eglistesso amo segnarsi in questa lettera. E cum scrisero peric i contemporanei del we. Il Cassio. Il Cesariano. Geoffrey Torrey. Il Naurico, Il Bandello, Raffaele Maffei, Il Pasciolo, Per ultimo non lasero divertire cum lo lepera del vinci e si ben conservata. Dignitida e larga scrittura in forma pianamente correspondente e quella di i suoi manuscritti. Vergata alluso commune di a sinistra e distra. Anzici contra realmente cum fuso costume, ma indubbiamento tenacqui fornita della menzione e del shigello che fresca ancora conserva l'impronta di unitesta di profilo di a un picciolo antico cameo. Compare number 1368. Note. Most illustrious and most reverend lord, the lord Apolito, cardinal of Este et Ferrar. Most illustrious and most reverend lord, 
I arrived from Milan but a few days since and finding that my elder brother refuses to carry into effect a will, made three years ago when my father died as also, and no less, because I would not fail in a matter I esteem most important I cannot forbear to crave of your most reverend highness a letter of recommendation and favor to Sir Raffaello Hieronimo at present one of the illustrious members of the Signoria before whom my cause is being argued, and more particularly it has been laid by His Excellency the Gonfalonier into the hands of the said Sir Raffaello, that his wordership may have to decide and end it before the festival of all saints, and therefore, my lord, I entreat you, as urgently as I know how and am able, that your highness will write a letter to the said Sir Raffaello in that admirable and pressing manner which your highness can use recommending to him Leonardo Vincio, your most humble servant as I am, and shall always be, requesting him and pressing him not only to do me justice but to do so with dispatch, and I have not the least doubt, from many things that I hear, that Sir Raffaello, being most affectionately devoted to your highness, the matter will issue a devotum, and this I shall attribute to your most reverend highness letter, to whom I once more humbly commend myself, at Dany Valiot. Florence via 7 BRIs 1507, EBRD your humble servant Leonard Esvinces, Pictor, draft of letter to the governor of Milan, 1349, I am afraid lest the small return I have made for the great benefits, I have received from your excellency, have not made you somewhat angry with me, and that this is why to so many letters which I have written to your lordship I have never had an answer. I now send Salai to explain to your lordship that I am almost at an end of the litigation I had with my brother, that I hope to find myself with you this Easter, and to carry with me two pictures of two Madonnas of different sizes, these were done for our most Christian king, or for whomsoever your lordship may please, I should be very glad to know on my return thence where I may have to reside, for I would not give any more trouble to your lordship, also, as I have worked for the most Christian king whether my salary is to continue or not, I wrote to the president as to that water which the king granted me, and which I was not put in possession of because at that time there was a dearth in the canal by reason of the great droughts and because its outlets were not regulated, but he certainly promised me that when this was done I should be put in possession, thus I pray your lordship that you will take so much trouble, now that these outlets are regulated, as to remind the president of my matter, that island to give me possession of this water, because on my return I hope to make their instruments and other things which will greatly please our most Christian king, nothing else occurs to me, I am always yours to command, footnote colon 1349, Charles Dunbois, Marshal de Charmont, was governor of Milan under Louis XII, Leonardo was in personal communication with him so early as in 1503, he was absent from Milan in the autumn of 1506 and from October L5L0 when he besieged Pope Julius II, in Bologna till his death, which took place at Correggio, February 11, 1511, Francesco Vinci, Leonardo's uncle, died as Amoretti tells us in the winter of L5L011 or according to Uzielli in 1506, and Leonardo remained in Florence for business connected with his estate. The letter written with reference to this affair, number 1348, is undoubtedly earlier than the letters NOS, 1349 and 1350, Amoretti tells us, Memori Storici, Chapter II, that the following note existed on the same leaf in Nicaea, I have not however succeeded in finding it, the passage runs thus, 
Jo somno que si al fin del mio letizio che io lo conmi fratigli. Anca ricordo of exilo face and acheo quim sir Giuliana mio fratello che podeli altri fratelli ricordonli come southeast offers di consir licos nostra fratello i fratelli del commune del erdia di mio zio. Equally costring the alli expeditioni. Quelli contenido lo leperaceo we me mando. Drafts of lepers to the superintendent of canals and to afar. Melzi. 1350. Magnificent President. I am sending thither Zalai. My pupil. Who is the bearer of this? And from him you will hear by word of mouth the cause of my. Magnificent President. I magnificent President, having oft times remembered the proposals made many times to me by your excellency. I take the liberty of writing to remind your lordship of the promise made to me at my last departure. That is the possession of the twelve inches of water granted to me by the most Christian king. Your lordship knows that I did not enter into possession, because at that time when it was given to me there was a dearth of water in the canal, as well by reason of the great drought as also because the outlets were not regulated, but your excellency promised me that as soon as this was done, I should have my rights. Afterwards hearing that the canal was complete I wrote several times to your lordship and to Messer Girolamo di Acusano. who has in his keeping the deed of this gift, and so also I wrote to Corrigero and never had a reply. I now send thither Salai, my pupil, the bearer of this, to whom your lordship may tell by word of mouth all that happened in the matter about which I petition your excellency. I expect to go thither this Easter since I am nearly at the end of my lawsuit and I will take with me two pictures of Our Lady which I have begun, and at the present time have brought them on to a very good end, nothing else occurs to me. My Lord the love which Your Excellency has always shown me and the benefits that I have constantly received from You I have hitherto. I am fearful lest the small return I have made for the great benefits I have received from Your Excellency may not have made you somewhat annoyed with me, and this is why. Too many letters which I have written to Your Excellency I have never had an answer. I now send to you Salai to explain to your excellency that I am almost at the end of my litigation with my brothers, and that I hope to be with you this Easter and carry with me two pictures on which are two Madonnas of different sizes which I began for the most Christian king, or for whomsoever you please. I should be very glad to know where, on my return from this place, I shall have to reside, because I do not wish to give more trouble to your lordship, and then, having worked for the most Christian king. Whether my salary is to be continued or not, I write to the President as to the water that the king granted me of which I had not been put in possession by reason of the dearth in the canal, caused by the great drought and because its outlets were not regulated, but he promised me certainly that as soon as the regulation was made, I should be put in possession of it, I therefore pray you that, if you should meet the said President, you would be good enough, now that the outlets are regulated to remind the said president to cause me to be put in possession of that water, since I understand it is in great measure in his power, nothing else occurs to me, all was yours to command, good day to you Messer Francesco, why, in God's name, of all the letters I have written to you, have you never answered one, now wait till I come, my God, and I shall make you write so much that perhaps you will become sick of it, dear Messer Francesco, I am sending thither Salai to learn from His Magnificence the President to what end the regulation of the water has come since. At my departure this regulation of the outlets of the canal had been ordered, because His Magnificence the President promised me that as soon as this was done I should be satisfied. It is now some time since I heard that the canal was in order, 
as also its outlets, and I immediately wrote to the President and to you, and then I repeated it, and never had an answer, so you will have the goodness to answer me as to that which happened, and as I am not to hurry the matter, would you take the trouble, for the love of me, to urge the President, 